It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. I don't need this, man. Yes, you do. Hey, everybody. It's July 31st, 2019. You're listening to the Recruiting Animal Show brought to you by PT Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, and hone it, H-O-N-E-I-T, the phone interview technology. Let's go! Everybody for coming! Hey, it's uh, I, I I I didn't do an intro and I'm sort of uh, off base. I'm not used to uh, a, a new organization for the show. What, anyway, what's going I'll on here? What went on? Went on? Don't start asking me now. Okay, you should have called her in early if you wanted to talk about the show. Okay, look, the guest today I, I didn't know is going to be a whole change here. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I w- yeah, certainly too, would have. Too bad. Okay. Okay, the yeah, guest today is a guy named Marshall Berenbaum, uh, and he's got a Twitter address. He never uses it, but I'll give it to you. It's at Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-B-123. Marshall B123. It's unused, but if you want to criticize him, you can use that so he'll be able to see it, okay? Uh, and I'm he's, going to uh, give guest five extra points already for not using his Twitter account. The smart yeah, and Jerry, are you on a speakerphone? Are you on a I'm speakerphone? A- I can barely hear you. Don't make me strain. Okay. Why aren't you using Twitter, Marshall? What's wrong with you? That's a good question, Animal. I just uh, haven't had anything that I felt was meaningful to tweet, I guess. Hey, you know, I know you're in Toronto and they smoke marijuana. Marijuana is legal there. Did you smoke up before you picked up the phone to call in? Because you sound really laid back. And this is not a really laid back show, okay? Are you doped up? Are you stoned? (laughs) Not at the moment, no. Okay. Okay, and can oh somebody goodness. who's making their lunch, can you stop it? Can you stop making the noise? I'll have to cut everybody off. I hate it. Please don't do that. Not me. Please. I don't know who it is. Some idiot. Okay. Did you go to school with Drake? You went to the same high school as him. Uh, yeah, briefly. We were at the same high school. I did not have any interaction with uh, Drake with Aubrey, but uh, I, I knew of him and uh, some of his his circle at the time. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Now we're the success tips. When did you go to bed last night? Uh, I think I passed out like ten thirty, eleven. Ten thirty. Okay. What time did you get up? I got up probably at 
six, six fifteen, and go out okay, of so bed. Okay, so that's not a that's not a success tip. You don't even know when you go to bed or get up. That's not part of no, your that's, that's plan close. for success. That's close to when it uh-huh. was. <laughs> what What do you have for breakfast yeah. this morning? What do you have for breakfast? Uh, I've had a banana, a glass of coffee, and uh, my my morning vitamin. That's basically it. Oh, that's it, eh? Okay. Do you meditate? Yeah. Do you meditate? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do meditate. Uh, I, what kind uh, of meditation? I have a routine. Uh, what kind I, of meditation? I practice yoga. I practice uh-huh. yoga, and uh, my yoga yeah, consists but- of some meditation and breathing activities. Uh, okay, so you sit down, not stretching. You sit down and meditate, like uh, watching your breath. Is that what you do? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not plugging this yoga studio I go to. I'm not asking. I just name, want to answer uh, the question, anonymous. will you? How <laughs> do I have to spend yeah. ten minutes asking you if you meditate? No, but forget uh, about it. Forget the, the about it. Do you work out? Do you work out? Do you work out? No. No. Okay, good. But you're slim. You're very slim. I saw your pictures. What are your favorite tools, sourcing and otherwise? Let's get down to business. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, I got to tell you, you did really tool. lousy on the intro, so pick it up, okay? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I, I like using, uh, I guess everyone would say this in my situation, our, our database. That's the biggest thing. The mm-hmm. RMS or recruitment management system, ATS, whatever you want to call it, that uh, the company I work for has created over the years is number uh-huh. one and yeah. beyond that trying to be you know active socially I, I get on slack I get on Facebook I get on you know sourcing through through various means to connect with no, people you know, that's so vague. nobody knows what you're talking about I get along socially what does that mean all your friends are are, 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 are the kind of people you place or that you go to meetups? What does it mean? What uh, kind of people so are you working with? Hold on. What kind, You don't own your company, right? You're not the boss there, right? I do not. I do not, okay. no. You're not the boss. So, But you are a tech recruiter. What kind of people are you placing? Spit it out fast. Engineers, uh, developers, engineers, and anything or anyone that considers themselves to be a developer or engineer. Okay, so how do you source those people? Do you use any tools? Okay, you you told us you use your ATS, okay, and your company has a proprietary uh, software, recruiting software system. Uh, you use LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Do you use LinkedIn? LinkedIn is obviously, yeah, number one. Do you use GitHub? I do GitHub, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you use any other sourcing tools like HireTool, one of the sponsors of this show? I use a free hire tool account, not a paid account. Uh-huh. Okay. What about uh, and a, you, so, well, Go ahead. Go ahead. You you had mentioned uh Facebook before cuz I said social recruiting. I I do actually uh this sounds kind of corny, but friend everyone that I placed on Facebook. I've been doing that for a number of years now. They don't and always Does that accept, help you in any but, way? Uh, <laughs> does that help you? Uh, I I does think that, so. I think so. How? Yeah. How? Um, I'd say it's helpful because, I mean, it tells you a lot if they're going to accept your friend request or not. I don't think that it's a big deal, but, you know, some introverted developer or engineer may. Um, if they do, I, you know, I like to think that I am their friend. I help these people with a pretty significant, you know, impactful thing in their life and getting them a new job if uh, I'm not their friend. I don't know who is. 
Well, no, no, you're there. You're using them to make money. I noticed on your LinkedIn, you're one of these guys who say, <laughs> "I like helping people." I got to tell you something. He's got three kids. They're not living on the basis of him helping people. Okay, they're living on the basis of him using people to make money. Okay, and when you when you help somebody get a job, you're not helping somebody else who's in consideration for that job maybe okay you're working against you're working against your own candidates if you've got three candidates only one of them's going to get it okay you're, you're bringing in their competition uh, you're you're helping joe but you're bringing in john as well his competition is that helping somebody in the long run i like to think it is Easy. Okay, right I'm moving now, on. This you, you, hold on. Yeah. Uh, the show's <laughs> lacking momentum. Uh, Jerry, are you say something? Jerry, you still still there? Did you hang up already? If I I'm losing Jerry, I'm losing everybody. He's he, he's not even answering. Okay, we have to improve our game here, Marshall. Okay, uh, are you placing people on contract or permanent? Hey, animal, I'm I'm still here. I was I was flipping an omelet. Yeah. Okay. I thought I heard actually, you whisking not... eggs. You were whisking <laughs> eggs, yeah. weren't you? No, yeah, I was not And I'm not flipping it. I'm actually folding it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Jerry's so I'm excited, just, Marshall. Jerry's so excited by what you're saying that he's busy making lunch. Okay, please. No, help I'm, me. I'm listening to you hassle this guest. For the first ten well, he hasn't show, said anything. I'm, 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 I'm giving him. I, I give no. him a list. And he, I said, "What are you social?" Oh, I'm social. That doesn't mean anything. Okay, what about Facebook? It, it, it do you does, recruit on Facebook? Do you source on Facebook? The same way. Do you source well, on Jerry Facebook? Animal. You, you complain Jerry doesn't talk. Let him talk. Well, I'm done not now, saying anything. Jackie. I'm glad you heard me. He's busy eating. Kathy, can't, can't, can't you tell problem. he's too busy eating? Okay. Uh, Marshall, look at me. Too. Marshall, ignore them. Look at me. Do you source on Facebook? Do you source do. on Facebook? Yeah. Well, how do so you do with it? these guys who actually will accept my friend request on Facebook, uh, I mean, I continue the dialogue with them. Uh, if it's someone that I placed, even sometimes people I haven't placed on Facebook, if I've been talking to them on LinkedIn or you know through email over the phone and doing my standard recruiting shtick with them, I'll try you know friending them. And if I can talk to them on Facebook, I feel like that's a bit of a different angle at it and that facebook messenger makes a loud annoying dinging noise by default i i you know it gets my attention so i think with some of these people i've had some conversations with people and i've gotten you know quite a good amount of candidates sent out through that effort through you know sourcing through facebook i so guess you approach these people for referrals is that what you're saying you you ask them for referrals is that right uh with Facebook, not directly. I mean, yeah, I'm always asking everyone I talk to for referrals, to be honest. Not cheeky, but, um, yeah, through through Facebook, I'll ask people for referrals. Well, you, you said you're sourcing people on Facebook. I mean, but the, you also told us those are the people you know already. Or are you looking for new people on Facebook that you don't know? People are going to be hanging up, okay? We're not giving them anything. <laughs> don't make me squeeze this out of you. I mean, you're killing me. Uh- Animal, I don't understand why you're trying to corner this guy. I want to get some Seriously, basic information. His, his I want some fine. information. Did you learn anything <laughs> from him yet? Did you learn anything Dude, from I, him? I didn't. Excuse me. You know darn good and well that I already know everything. 
Oh yeah. Okay, hold on. Actually, I did learn. I did learn one thing. He, he's the only guy who's been on the show. He's the only one, Marshall, who says that you friend everybody that you work with on Facebook. But you haven't, re- and you said that leads to placements. But you haven't said how. If you've placed those people already, when do you place them again? Five years from now, or three years from now, or are you calling on them for uh, referrals on a regular basis? Uh, what's what? How do you make money by liking these people or friending them on Facebook? Tell us clearly. So uh, I said I friend everyone who I have placed. Um, I've been fortunate enough uh, to place quite a number of people. And again, not everyone's accepting the Facebook friend request. A good number of people are. Those that are, um, aren't guaranteed people that I've placed before. I'm also friending people that I haven't placed before, but people that I've worked with. And, you know, the angle is working with them that way. I can tell you, like, I've got people right now that I haven't placed that I have ongoing conversations with on Facebook and I'm, I'm getting them out to, to active roles I've got even today that I've been friends with these people for maybe two or three years on Facebook. Okay. So when you source on Facebook, you're actually sourcing from your uh, friends, your Facebook friends. Is that uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it, it's and cross-referenced, so, right? Yeah. Who do you make your friend? If you call somebody up, if you call up Mary Jones and say, Mary, I've got this great developer job, or I think this might suit you, whatever you say. And after talking to her for a little while, you find out that it's really not a match or she's not interested for whatever reason. Are you going to friend her on Facebook and then place her two years down the road or a year down the road? I'm going to certainly send a friend request, yeah. Oh, okay. So everybody you talk to on a search whether you you know whether they become shortlisted candidates or not or whether they're interested in that job or not those are the people so every every everybody you talk to you friend right is that is that it uh no i wouldn't say everybody i'm not going to do it right off the bat let, let, early on in a courting relationship here, animal animal, <laughs> animal. <laughs> yeah. animal. i i, I do it later on real- after i get to know the person a little bit well, what do you mean get to know them? I want, to, I want to get to the end of this, Jerry. Let me finish hey. it off. I think it's a, I think no, it's a good idea. Does he, does he get Hello. into heavy political discussion on Facebook? No, I keep it very, very low-key. I can barely hear Jerry. I can barely Goodbye. hear him. But Sorry, Jerry, I can barely hear you. Bye. Your phone, your phone sucks, dude. That's all I can tell you. So let's get to some real questions here, guest. Do you do you pretty much hide uh, on Facebook then? I mean, you just friend all of these candidates and then you don't show your true self. Uh, how how do you open yourself to pictures. risking? You know, I mean, here in the states anyway, you better not uh, friend anybody that you don't think is fully behind your political views, or else <laughs> it's over. <laughs> So, so how how do, how do you to, tone it down on your personal beliefs on things if half of your friends are people you want to do business with, knowing you risk alienating half of them? Yeah, it's a good question. What's your policy? I try to keep uh, a very low key persona on Facebook. I'm not, you know, posting my political views, and I'm not posting a lot of content about anything really unrelated to, I guess. 
you know, my, my personal life. Um, that's so then all your Facebook really page on sucks. <laughs> that's right? the key. It's, it's, so it's we've covered it. On then Facebook. I finally got some value out of your incessant Facebook um, uh, questions, Animal. He doesn't post anything. Yeah, well, there's some pictures That's of the his uh, family factor. there. No, there's some pictures of his family. Okay, but now, no, yeah. no, but this is a technique. You, hold on, Marshall is unique in this. You have to admit, I've never heard anybody else say that they do this, and he's making placements that way. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And not only that, even if he did want to discuss his political views and things like that, he could make a separate account for it. Some people have two, two personal accounts, you know, one for their family and one for everybody else. I don't okay. like that. <laughs> Neither does Facebook, but it does get done. Remember, we had the guy on who had 30 accounts at one time. Okay, Marshall, Jeez. thank you finally. You, you actually shared something unique with us. Congratulations. What metrics that do you my follow? Goal. Yeah, what metrics do you follow? I follow the metrics of money, uh, the biggest thing. I, I know metrics are important. I know that. You know, you should be tracking them. For me, it's all about, you know, production. So you don't have any metrics. You just know how much money you're making, right? You don't, you don't, uh, you don't count. You thing. don't count. You don't count send outs. You don't count calls, and you don't try to relate them to each other and say, if I make twenty calls, we I'm count them in the office. Out. We do. We do like a scrum meeting a couple times a week, and we've got goals. Uh, I, I strive for, you know getting a certain number of candidates out every week is the biggest thing candidates out is you know production in um uh-huh. there's metrics that we track internally for you know phone time and calls and um emails and all that bullshit but i, I think you know the most important thing is tracking the, the production okay so you don't follow somebody's tracking your emails but not you is that right yeah, exactly. I'm, somebody's uh, tracking your phone. Somebody's with... tracking your phone time, but not you. Is that right? That is exactly right. Okay. Does anybody ever come to you and say, Marshall, you're only spending this much time on the phone? What's going on? Early on, yeah, when I first started out working where I am. But uh, I mean, I guess since I started producing, it's been very much, you know, come as you go. Uh huh. How do you do business development? Do you bring in your own clients? I do. Uh, so uh, most of my business comes from referral, um, word of mouth, and people who have worked with me refer me to people who, I guess, want to work with me. Uh-huh. Uh, that's it? You don't have to make any business development calls or emails or anything like that? Early on, I did. Uh, I've been fortunate to have it pretty lucky, I guess. How did you do them early on? How did you do them early on? I, you know, when talking to people, ask them who they're interviewing with. And if they disclosed to me that company, I'd ask them, you know, who's the recruiter you're working with at that company. And then from there, I'd, you know, reach out to that recruiter and see if I could help them. Okay, isn't that underhanded? You said you like to help people. You said you like to help people. You call these people and you try to find out where they're interviewing so you can send out competition for them. Am I right about that? I I guess, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Okay. You said you ask everybody for referrals. How do you do it? You, the first time you contact somebody, uh, they're not interested. You say, do you know anybody for me? How do you do it exactly? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not my style to necessarily ask in a phone call early on who someone knows or who they can refer, but uh, I would certainly do it later on after I gain some rapport with the candidate and they realize I am you know, trying to help them to improve their own situation. And I might ask them, excuse me, uh, if they know someone else that's uh, that's looking, someone else like themselves, I'll compliment them doing it and say, you uh-huh. know, uh, I'm looking but for these, another one of you. But sort of you said these people on Facebook, you won't just send them a message and say, look, this is what I'm working on right now. I need somebody. Do you know, do you know anybody good? You don't do that? Not so much on Facebook, no. I'll use another means to do Why that. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I might ask someone that I've got a relationship with, you know, say one of these guys accepted a Facebook request, one of these girls accepted a Facebook request, and we've been talking on and off for a little while, then I might ask them if uh, they okay, can so refer you don't just someone come to up me with, for a you, you're not, You sounded like, oh, I ask everybody, but you're very – you're very cautious about your referral requests. You don't just ask everybody. It's not like, hey, honey, uh, my name's Marshall. Do you know anybody? It's not like that, right? No, I, I put myself out there through going to meetups and attending tech events enough that you well, you do know, go I, to meetups. You do guy. go to meetups. Yeah, you go to meetups. I do. Okay, yeah. we're going to talk about that as soon as I finish this ad. Hi, everybody. Recruiting animal here for Hire Tool. I'm sorry, I'm so cranky today. This guy is hard to manage. Okay, but anyway, I'm still going to talk to you about Hire Tool. H I R E T U A L. You know what? I saw superstar recruiter Amy Miller answer a question on Facebook about her favorite sourcing tool, and here is what she said. She said, it's Hire Tool, hands down. I recruit engineering managers in big tech. I've done side-by-side comparisons between Hire Tool, artificial intelligence sourcing function, and another big brand-name tool, and there was no contest. Hire Tool! provided relevant results with full contact info. The other tool provided a bunch of fits that completely missed the fits. She's got it in quotation marks. They completely missed the mark. Hey, hey, everybody, there's no question. HireTool.com. What do you use for um, finding contact info, Marshall? How do you you find people's contact info? I use... uh unpaid account at hire tool i use a unpaid account with lucia those are the two big ones um why are you so cheap uh, why are you so cheap why are you so cheap you can't pay for an account yeah there's i guess no yeah hold on there's a limited you've got limited access with the free accounts are you you only looking for a few email addresses and phone numbers or you know, or do, or do you contact people uh, primarily through in-mail or something like that on messages on LinkedIn? Yeah, How I got a LinkedIn premium recruiter account, so I'm messaging on uh, in-mails more than anything, and I've got uh-huh. a direct network of over 10,000 connections, so I, I can network and or message, I should say, from there pretty well. And what percentage of your <laughs> what, what percentage of your uh, messages get replied? Uh, not a good percentage, probably. And this is a metric I should track, but like thirty-five percent of new contact uh-huh. messages. And how many times will you try to contact somebody who's not replying? 
you mean by email or just contact? However, maybe you phone them. I, I don't know what you do. How do you call? It sounds like you said you in-mail people, right? Maybe you in-mail, then you email, yeah. then you phone them, then you leave voicemails. You have to tell me. I'm not a mind reader. I do all of those, and I, I'd say before having any two-way communication back, probably in the ballpark of five. So you'll do five. Okay. Any Anybody else got a question for him? Uh, let me ask you a question. After five, are they calling or contacting you to say buzz off, or will they actually talk to you and, and work with you? A lot of them are just ghosting me altogether. Okay, but the people that you do it five times, okay, they don't reply after five, and then you give up. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, yeah, a lot of the time. I mean, if they're not going to get back to me through five different kind of means of communication over a couple uh-huh. months, I'm probably going to give up and move on to the next. There's a, a couple lot months. Of you, you're working on a search, and you'll you'll drag it out over a couple of months. Is that what you're saying? No, I mean. I don't do so much uh, specific search-based recruiting. My recruiting style is very uh, relationship-based. I'm, you know, always working on searches. I've got a lot of open recs, overlapping recs. So I'm trying to build relationships with, you know, the best talent in the city. Okay, so you call people up without having uh, a position that you're trying to place them in right now. Is that is that what you're telling me? Um. Who's I making will, yeah. that noise? Who's doing that? Who's crinkling paper? Jerry, is that you eating your lunch? Not me, dude. Who? What idiot is doing that? I'm going to have to go through all the numbers and, and knock them out one at a time. Better not be you, Marshall. Jerry, you got a question for this guy? Uh-uh, he's, he's talking about something no, interesting No, you're doing now, fine, you're doing fine, I mean. Uh, does anybody else have a question for this guy, Marshall? Anybody? Just people on the line. Yeah, I got a question. Anybody where, want to ask him a question? Where, where is he? Georgian Bay? He's in Toronto. He's in Toronto. He's here in Toronto. Really? Went to, went to school with Drake. Did now. you hear him? Throw away. <laughs> I'm a stone's throw away from the Rogers Center in the Sky Dome and Ripley's wow. Aquarium. I'm in the... The the heart of uh, tech for Toronto. Yeah. At wow. least for okay. another couple cool. months. Okay, yeah. but but there's but there's 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 a there's an issue that you raise. So you're calling contacting people just to get to know them on a regular basis, right? So what percentage of your calls are to people who are are not really suitable necessarily for a current position, but you just want to get to know I want to get to know you. How many calls are those? A third of them, probably, where I'm trying to forecast and just build a network for future ops. Um, so much of what I come in, of what I get is, you know, those immediate searches. But a lot of the time, I've done the work to find those people already, and it's just going through my, you know, my folders and my system of knowing who my candidates are for that job. Okay, so do you do you have a? You said you've got ten thousand connections on LinkedIn. Do you ha, do you have a talent pipeline where you send them uh, regular emails or with uh, good articles or you know funny uh, cat videos or something like that? Do you do any kind of email or outreach in order to maintain maintain contact with these people between your initial get to know you call and uh, who knows when you're going to place them? Maybe a few years down the road. Do you, do you try to keep yourself front and center with those people in some way? 
I, I don't as much as I should. It's really just random. Um, it's hard to actually keep track and keep in touch with everyone I've had, you know, a, a touch point with over the years that I've been doing it. But, you know, it, it's just random. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, Jerry, you got a question for somebody? Else? Okay. I have lots of questions, but, you know. Okay, let's no, talk just... about backdoor. Oh, sorry, you got okay. something to say? Me? No. Who's, who's, backdoor... who's rustling now? Some idiot. Some idiot. Ah. Uh, some backdoor reference checks. Backdoor reference checks. You think about that for a second, Marshall, while I do another ad, okay? Hey, everybody. It's Recruiting Animal here for PC Recruiter. You know, Nick Mazur said this on Facebook. We use PC Recruiter, and we love it. I've demoed a ton of systems, and they have the most robust set of features. Other products do one or two things better, but overall, I think PC Recruiter has the most features. We do multiple industries and four different types of searches, and I find it very versatile. So I recommend pcrecruiter.net. That's from Nick Mazur, not from me. Nick Mazur. Back to the guest. Come on, guest. What's, what's, you know, you're so laid back. You told me you're not smoking any dope. Uh, you know, tell, you know, right pick now. it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. It's legal there, and, animal. He shouldn't have to hide hide it. Well, okay. I got to tell you, it is legal, but everybody is still buying illegal because it's hard to get the legal. There's not enough supply and they've limited I the outlets it, for it. It's, it's ridiculous. You got to get it through you got to get it through the state or through the province? Well, no, uh, they are they handling the province is handling all the online. They're handling all the online orders, uh, but there's only I think 25 <laughs> so retail outlets in Ontario. So these stores pop up uh, a store, an empty storefront, you know, yeah. overnight, and and people go there to buy to the, illegally. It's a, it's the same product as well that they're selling to the legal outlets. Anyway, it's another. Huh. It's a whole. It's probably story. better if the government's not involved. Uh, okay, that, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, at least here, Look, here Marshall, in the U.S., once the government gets involved, it goes to hell. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean. Even even they would mess up a weed. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think Kathy left in a hop because I was talking to you and I and she was talking at the same time. Okay. Uh, Who is what can doing I do? the noise, man? Who is doing that? Uh, I don't know. Let me. Maybe it might be your system. guess. Hold on. Let me. No. Okay, let me hold on. Still there? Okay. Maybe it's the, it's the system. No, it sounds like it's a phone in somebody's pocket, and they're walking through the mall with headphones on, and they didn't put the mute on. Sounds like somebody's making a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah, somebody's okay. Area code two ten. That's that's uh, Michael G. Cox, right? Yeah. Do you have anything to say to this guy? No. Michael G. I'm good. Okay. So okay, listen. uh, I've I've tried to close everything. So I I haven't been successful. Okay, but what did I say? Uh, you know what? I I said I want to talk about backdoor references, but here's what I want to talk about. Since you're communicating with everybody on these LinkedIn uh, in mails and emails as well, so so w- what do you say in the LinkedIn emails or in mails? Well, how do you do? You say hi. I hope everything's going well. I haven't talked to you. I never talked to you before, but I 
I'd like to get you to know you. I work in your field. What do you say exactly in those messages, Marshall? Uh, yeah, I mean, something along the lines of what you just said. I'll try to cater the message to the audience. And, you know, if I know that they're a software developer at whatever company they got listed on their LinkedIn, I'll say, you know, how are things at whatever company you're at? And, you know, is your LinkedIn up to date? would love to connect and you know see if I could maybe work with you. You'll ask them if their LinkedIn is up to date? How do you put that? Hi, Joe, is your LinkedIn uh, up to date? Yeah, I might put it like that, or I might you know, start it off by saying, hey, so-and-so, my name's Marshall, I'm a recruiter, wanted to connect and see what your situation is. If your LinkedIn is current, you are a software engineer at XXX company, question mark, and then see what they say. Uh huh. The, Maybe they're not. Maybe they IT, moved on. Okay, but are these IT guys like you said, like uh, everybody says, are, are they really tired of people like you getting in touch with them? Are they angry and bitter when you finally contact them? I would say some of them are. I mean, I, I've been, I've seen. Uh, some some pretty crazy shit out there where you know people take pride in shaming recruiters. So some of these techies are definitely bitter. They're they're hating their lives. Um, I, I try to avoid them at all costs if possible. Well, you don't know until you until you get bitten. You don't know, right? No, it's true. I, I've seen a couple guys going as far as putting on their LinkedIn profile, "I am a shamer of recruiters." Uh, and will you call that person? That, that, that online the, uh, only. What? They, they uh, online only is, is where they. What does that do mean, that. Michael G. Cox? Nobody ever pipes up. I've met many people face to face. Nobody ever says anything negative to me about recruiting. Yeah, oh, you'll really? knock them out. You'll knock them straight <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would. Okay. I'll punch somebody. Okay. But, but hold Flat on. You know, for so no that, reason. That would be a big attraction. Some recruiters are going to see that. I shame recruiters. They'll want to call that person. Want no, they won't. You know, if if a guy time. is saying, "Hey, I'm a dick," why? Uh-huh. You know, why would you call that person? Seriously. Just to 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 co- to conquer him. Dude, no, dude. It's, dude, it's, I, I'm not sure how much money you're doing here. It's like being a bullfighter. You you know, why would anybody would anybody get in the ring with a bull? Jerry, Jerry, to maybe and to use your words, maybe the animal likes to interact with dicks. That should be. Very nice. Seriously, man. I mean, what? Animal, would you call somebody that says, I hate recruiters, they're all scumbags, I'll shame you. I'll re-. You want to would know you something? Would you really call that person? Actually, in the past, I wouldn't. I'd be afraid, but I'd like to be a person who would make those the first calls in the morning. That's the kind of person I would like to be. Well, but, but, however, uh, secondly and more importantly, there's you only ever see something like that once. A, I mean, there's you wouldn't have a whole list of people to call. I mean, there are probably three people out there that post that stuff that you'd run into yeah. this year. I mean, you're making a okay. big deal out of nothing. Well, so, no, no, Yo, Jerry, come those on. Those people are out there, just... and we're not calling them. No, just like Marshall said, there's some people who are – there's a bunch of people, not just a few, who are very proud of, of their hatred of recruiters, okay? That, it's all over the Internet. I hate recruiters. So there's more well, than maybe, if, all that maybe if you weren't calling the same same pile of people 
that everybody else is, he wouldn't run into that. Well, you ever think of that? He's on LinkedIn. He's calling like the same people as everybody. What, Marshall, yeah, well, you want to talk? Uh, I actually did call that guy. Um, never heard back from him. Didn't uh, <laughs> manage yeah, to get him on the phone, but I tried. I tried. Good yeah, for you. No point in that. Good for you. Okay. Well, what? Okay. Good you know, for I, you. I have questions. I have questions that I wanted to ask, and I, I forget. Let's go back to that backdoor references. Will you call or bl- I call them blind references? Will you call people who you know uh, for reference checks on somebody that they didn't give you as a reference check? I will. I have no shame. Um, I think you know doing those backdoor reference checks, those blind references, as you call them. It's the same as you know name dropping. In many ways, you want to listen to the recruiting? No, very similar to that. Why not? Hmm. Somebody having another conversation there? Come on! It was me, animal. It was me. Who are you talking to? I'm now my daughter. If it's any of your business. Yeah, she's not on the show. Don't talk to her, or or put the phone on mute. Come on. I'll listen to me. I'm making an adjustment in what I'm doing right now. So I can continue on the show. Uh, thank you. Okay, Marshall. Well, this show's going nowhere, dude. Unless I say something. Seriously, <laughs> this, this show is doomed Thanks, without Jerry. me. So I, I back off the truck <laughs> well, a little bit, tough guy. Well, then ask. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got some easier questions. Okay, Marshall. Are flip flip flops okay in an interview? No. Pardon no. me. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, why not? Why not? I got to tell you, you've got a big bushy beard. You look like a lumberjack, and so does everybody else in your company. I saw the group photo. You guys are 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 uh, like beer drinking mess down there, okay? And you're saying that somebody can't wear flip flops? Why not? I think it's a certain level of comfort and professionalism. Flip flops are like the lowest of the lows. I think open toed shoes, flip flops. You can't show up to an interview like that. I mean, running shoes, I'd be okay with. Flip-flops, I, I just don't buy that. Do you ever do you ever go out to meet clients the way you look? I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do. I, I try and, you know, dress up a little bit for them and put on something nice. Hold, I'll put some deer you, oh, bomb wait in a the second. beard. Now, wait, and, oh, do you ever wear a sports jacket? Do you ever wear a sports jacket? Yeah, I'll put on a tie and a suit and You're kidding. Okay, well, what about your baseball hat? Do you turn it around, or is it always going backwards on your head, like in the picture? Like in your LinkedIn picture? If I'm wearing a baseball hat, if I'm wearing a baseball hat, 90% of the time it's backwards. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, this is who we're talking to, everybody, and he's telling somebody else not to wear (laughs) flip-flops. Okay. Hey. Is Rockstar, this is one of Jerry's favorites, is Rockstar a taboo word for women? Do you, would, you know, does that really turn off women in IT? Rockstar? I'd say so. Yeah? Why? How do you know? How do you know? I find it, I mean, not genderizing it, but I think Rockstar in general is a bit of a taboo word. It's like, he's a Rockstar, she's a Rockstar, he's a unicorn, she's a yeah. unicorn. It's it's the same stuff. Like, what? He's a person. I, he's a developer. He's a system admin. He's, you know? No, I it's don't know. Stupid. It's not no, saying no, their job it's, title. It's, it's saying this is a good candidate. This is, 
It's it's what, ridiculous. Jerry? It's one of those. It is it's JV. Just, it's one of those stupid. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Whether you're a man or a woman or how, however you identify, it's uh-huh. just stupid. Rock star, okay. Jedi, ninja. It, it offends most people, not just one particular uh, gender, sex. Well, maybe it doesn't offend I, anybody, but it's gender? just really cringeworthy. Somebody else wanted Michael. Did you want to say something? Were you saying something? No, it, it's just cringy. It's, it's when you see that, it's, it doesn't feel right. It's all over the place, Michael G. Cox. If it was that bad, would everybody be using it? And ninety-nine yes. percent of the the yeah, okay. Well, it's all over. It's all over the place, and it's increased yep. over the years. There's people who measure measure these things. I read some articles about it. Michael, uh, uh, I know Marshall Berenbaum, uh, do you persuade people to leave their jobs when you get somebody on the phone or you know, you're in email and you say actually this person, you know, I'm, I made a call without knowing the person just to get to know them, but actually I've got a position that's really good for, for her. And she says, yeah, Marshall, I'm happy where I am. Are you going to try to get her to move? If she's a perfect candidate for my job that I'm trying to fill, I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm persuasive, how? and I have to how? be persuasive. Do you have a story of a real? Do you sales. have a story? Do you have a story how you've done it? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, Tell me. I guess very recently I uh, had a candidate who was uh, not looking, and she uh, agreed to go for some interviews and. Uh, it took some convincing. I had to, you know, provide a whole sell sheet for my client and give her all sorts of background about, you know, where they're at in funding, when they first became, you know, a corporation or a company and going through the steps of what they are, what they do, and then convincing her to go on the interviews, which she, you know, begrudgingly or reluctantly did. And after all was said and done, she ended up taking a job. Um, okay, so uh, I, was she, I, I it think, sounds like, wait a sec, it sounds like she was a maybe to start off with. She didn't come out and say, no, I don't want to go. And you said, I've got good reasons for you to go. Please hear me out. Okay, was it like that? Or did she say, okay, maybe I'll go out. And then, you know, uh, how did you turn her around? That's what I want, the exact words you used. Well, it started with a no. And over the course of courting her for a couple of weeks I turned her around and I got her to say yes um, like I said I had to provide her all sorts of you know but info how did you, that after she said a lot no, of candidates after she do. said no listen to me how did you press back I mean why did she said look I said why didn't she say I said no already what are you talking to me for about it did, did, did you know how did you get the right to speak about this job she already rejected I uh, gave some kind of backdoor reference. Um, I mentioned a common person who she and I knew that ended up going to work for the same company, and uh, that was, I think, the key right there. Okay. Social proof. Social proof. But you knew her then before you called her on this position. Am I right? That's how you knew she knew this other person? That's how you knew she knew that other person, right? How did you know that you had a mutual acquaintance? Uh, Through the LinkedIn, just seeing that we had mutual connections, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? Well, very good for you. Okay, and so then she still wasn't interested, but she she went out, and even after the first interview, she wasn't interested. Am I right? Did I understand you correctly? 
Yeah, her interest level was, you know, I, she was willing to go to the interview to see what would happen in the process, but she wasn't blown about, away by what the company was doing or who she had met with. And so what did you say? Like, hey, you don't have the full story yet, even though you were out there. Let me give you some more information. Is that what you did? That's exactly what I did. Um, with the particular client that I was dealing with, I've got a pretty good in with, and I was able to get uh, who would become her hiring manager directly to chat with her on the phone and give her some more background, some more insight into things. And, um, and what did he you know, or she, what did the hiring short, manager, what did the hiring manager contribute that made a, a big difference? I think she got to get a good understanding of his personality, his background, his management style, and that gave her a sense of comfort. He gave her also a bigger, broader perspective of what the company is and what they do that I wasn't able to articulate. Okay, but she'd already been out there for an interview. I mean, this was the second contact with the company. And and so how long has she been there? Was it yesterday or two years ago? When did this happen? No, this is within the last three months. I don't know the exact date. Oh, so it hasn't been long. Is it has it been long enough to know if she's happy or is she happy? Uh, I mean, through my my regular uh, check-ins with her, she seems happy. She hasn't passed guarantee yet. Knock on wood, she does. And you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I maybe can do another show uh, another day and tell you. Okay, if she if she said she wasn't happy, I want to leave. What would you do? I'd probably, if that was a communicated, if that was communicated to me over an email or over the phone, I'd want to meet her for coffee and uh, check in with her, meet her for a cold drink. I guess it's summertime, better than coffee, and uh, check in with her and feel. Let me do an ad, and you'll tell me. Michael G. Cox, do you have any questions about that though? I'll I'll come back in a second. Hi everybody, recruiting animal here for Honeit. H O N E I T. Dot com. Hone it is phone interview technology. Let me tell you, it records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips to help hiring managers hear the motivation, the personality, and the enthusiasm that the recruiter just heard, right? Or the other way around, you know, let's say that uh, Marshall's client couldn't get, they couldn't, you know, uh, arrange an interview. He could have talked to the uh, hiring manager on Honeit and then sent the file over to his candidate to hear the hiring manager in the hiring manager's own voice. Because when you can share a story with somebody in the candidate's own voice or the hiring manager's own voice, wow, that delivers a ton of info you can't get from a resume or someone else reporting it, right? So if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate or vice versa, share some of that sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E-I. IT.com. Michael G. Cox, do you have any questions for him about that? Because I thought that was a fairly interesting story. Michael G. Cox. No. I mean, no, I don't. You didn't find it interesting. Did you find it interesting at least, like I did? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, Jerry, you didn't placement. find it interesting? I've, story of a placement. I've never heard one. Hold on. It wasn't How just a placement. How no, unique. he had to turn her around, Jerry. He had to yeah, sell her we, and persuade we, her. It's what we it's what we do every once in a while. That's why no, our no, fee is twenty and twenty five thousand dollars. You told me you you told me you don't do that. You said I don't do that. I'm not fighting with people. I'm not I'm I happy do whatever to say no. I wanna do. Sometimes somebody says no and I say, All right, have a good day. 
Other times they say no, and I say, well, hold on a minute. It all depends, uh-huh. man. If you can't gauge the situation, then just get out of this business. Yeah. I mean, okay. really, it's people like you are clogging up the the, the pipeline with crap. <laughs> Hey, Marshall, he tells you that one time he didn't take no for an answer, and you're like blown away by it. Like we need to do a do a full autopsy on how that went down. You know what? Nobody else has ever done it. Nobody else has ever described it here, blow by blow. Okay? Nobody has ever described it here, blow by blow. And in fact, I've only heard you tell me about it once, and not on the show. Okay? Every placement, every placement is as unique as a snowflake, dude. So some (laughs) might, some might start off with somebody calling you up to tell you that they hate recruiters. Next thing you know, they're on an interview with you. I mean, it could be anything from A to Z. You've been doing this twenty or thirty years. It's all happened to you more than once, or you're just not in this business. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, uh, I've never See, heard you, anybody you, on the you, show. You, you I've never heard off, anybody like on the show or on any show talk about how they turned a candidate around. Okay, Marshall, <laughs> do you, have you heard a lot of talk about that? Marshall, have you heard that often? This is killing me. Uh, on the show or in life in general? In life in general. All the time. Uh, it's the unfortunate reality of the business we're in. Um, and how often are we turned around by the candidate? What does that mm, mean? Oh, that's too heavy. Are you <laughs> sure you're not high? Come on. <laughs> we'll that was deep, man. Everybody, yeah, a sale happens right every now. time. Show's hold over. On. So, so hold on. No, no. He says to the candidate, you're no good for this job, and they convince you they're good to send them out. To, Marshall, send me out. You're going to be happy. Give me a shot. Is, is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. I don't think that ever happens. I mean, more on the other side with, you know, rejection where the candidate leaves you high and dry. What do you mean? I don't understand. Ghosting you? Just when, yeah, when you get ghosted by a candidate, you've got someone that you place or you think you place and they they just don't show up or they they go to another company or I I guess not showing up. How, How often does that happen? Happens all the time. I mean, why does it happen? Why does it happen? Aren't you doing something wrong for that to happen? Hey, animal, animal. Yeah. Did did you tell our guest here that it's been ages since you were actually involved in a day to day (laughs) working desk? (laughs) Anybody that doesn't have people going AWOL on them right now. I'm not in IT. I've never. I've never had that happen. I've had people cancel interviews and stuff like that, but I've never, I've never had someone just disappear like that. Okay. Dude, uh, you're, you're, making, you're making uh, two, you're making two placements a year, then, dude, and yeah, you're really okay. nailing them down tight. Jerry, and you're hand walking them. I don't know what to tell you. What percentage? What percentage of the jobs that you work on, or the placements you actually make, the person doesn't show up? Oh, I've never heard you mention it before. Not, not a not a complete no show. I think that's more on the lower end of the scale. But we're getting like people just thinking, 
nah, I don't really want to go to that interview tomorrow kind of stuff. That's happening more and more. We're having candidates okay. that express heavy interest in the job, talk to them a few times. We get, get a date from our customer that wants to interview them. And they didn't never call you back. You can't even get them on the phone. You you end up just wanting to track them down and just punch them in the face. <laughs> That's not happening to you right now. You are not in the business. You're just yeah, not. Right. That is but what the world is right about. He, he's not talking about that. He's talking about people who accepted the job and don't show up on the first day. Right, Marshall? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess uh, we'd call how them many, a how many? technically. Yeah, uh, it's a low percentage. I'm not talking about a lot. Yeah, super but, low. Uh, I'd say it's happening more these days for sure in in tech oh, yeah. and engineering. Yeah. Michael, I was you just still uh, on the, the show. I was just the recruiter. Yeah. I was just the recruiter a couple of months ago, uh, making sure the other recruiter had to fall off. In your face. <laughs> there's Michael always G-Cox. a recruiter. There yeah. is always a recruiter working with your candidate right now. Always, and they do not give up. And even no. once your candidate accepts your offer, somebody is on that person, Still on them, like, their a, ear. like a tick. And it's happening. And if you're not, I'm just saying, if that's not happening to you, then you are not. <laughs> you're just not in business right now. Okay, you, you know you what? You I, I got to tell you, non-IT candidates—they're—they're they're not getting multiple offers. They're not going out to six or six different companies like you guys Ooh. are are suggesting. Yeah, they are. Let me talk. Uh, to Michael dude. G. Cox. My whole Michael. Hold on. Michael we'll G. get to Cox. Michael G. Cox in a second. Give me a second. <laughs> My recruiting group, recruiters who actually make placements, <laughs> yeah. is the, the the percentage of IT recruiters there is thinner than accounting and finance and banking and software sales. Everybody's experiencing the same crap, ghosting, uh, multiple offers, had a candidate closed, and then they won't call you back. Everybody across the board. Problem is, the feedback you're getting, Animal, is from your recruiters online group, and the only conversations over there are about gender biases, uh, (laughs) yoga pants, and shit. <laughs> hey, animal. Back to you, Michael G. Cox. Yeah, yes, just so yes. you Who's know, I've got t- since January, since July first. So just this month, we had six individuals that pulled a no-show, and these are for uh, sales positions. And we had four individuals that we lost to other offers. Okay. Excellent. Now, oh, hold, now, hold on a second. Michael G. Cox, are you doing something wrong where someone accepts a job from you and they just don't show? They don't even call you back and say, look, Michael, I'm really sorry. I know I said I'd come, but I, I just got something that was too good to refuse. Okay? I have to uh, commit. Just like Jerry said, i got a commitment to my family. This is going to be better for me. They don't even call and say that to you, right? Uh, are you doing something wrong if, that doesn't, if, that, if, if that's going on? If if you're if they're completely ghosting on you, I would say yeah, there's probably something wrong in in the either frequency or level of communication that you're having with these candidates. But well, what can, can, can I do? add something? Can, you, can I add yeah. something? Yeah. Dude, the 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 person making that call to an employer or or even less so to the recruiter, that has got to be one hard-ass call to make. That's almost yeah. as tough as having to tell somebody, 
hey, uh, your 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 wife is dead, or I yeah. mean, it's horrible news, and it's a lot easier to just write that all off and move on. And if yep. you don't understand human nature, then again, you should get out of this business. <laughs> hey, get the hell out. That's all I got. The say. only way. That's my theme for this show. Get out. <laughs> the only way. Seriously. In these six that we lost and all that, all of them have replied to messages. Like, they will not answer. We leave a voice message, and then they'll reply with, a like, a message on LinkedIn or an email saying, hey, I accepted another position. They're, okay, they're but look, can't you, if this is going on, can't you tell them, listen, update. if it so happens that you change your mind before the start date, Please let me know. I won't be bitter. There won't be any problems. Okay, I'm easy to deal with. I understand the the, uh, the economy right now. I, I know the market. Uh, I want you to feel comfortable with me uh, because look, Marshall just said he likes to help people and he thinks that people know that about him. Okay, Marshall, if they know that about you, why would they not trust you enough to come back to you and tell you when you know when something unpleasant happens? I think Marshall, it's just the year of of letting yeah, me you, know. You, I think you got them to like you. You're their friend, right? Yeah, but I think you know the reality of life is a lot of the time these guys have no loyalty. They don't give a shit about me. They care yeah, about well, well, you, you know, know same what? thing uh, as well, you and me. The paycheck. Different. You're saying something different. That it's a no loyalty issue. Jerry just said it's just a, a conflict aversion. It's unpleasant having to tell someone you're going of back on your Of course it is. Work. It's not about yep. trust. It's not about respect. It. It's not about anything. It's about I had four jobs, and finally this fourth one. Man, that's the really one. That's the one I really wanted. I'm not telling We're those people out. shit. Yep. Not yep. calling yep. anybody. Okay, until you're I mean, I have been involved in candidates that have accepted other positions, and I have helped them get hired by my customer, and I have specifically advised, hey, don't call that recruiter. Don't answer the, don't answer the call. <laughs> send them an email. Send them a text. Let them know. Accepted something different. Has nothing to do with you. You were great. Thanks. We're done. But I'm, I'm doing something else. And there's no reason to talk about it. There's no – there's no trust or it, it, there's nothing needed. People Jerry. don't like that call. They don't want to make that call. Yeah, but you already you said text them or email them. These guys are stiffing uh, Marshall and Michael G. Cox. They're not even no. doing that. They're just disappearing, okay? That's no, different. No. No. And in every one of the ones that I had, we received that information as a reply to a message like, are you ready for your start next week? Yeah. Are you ready for your next step in this interview? And they, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, not going to happen. I have accepted something else. Okay. Now, well, yeah. maybe I'm misunderstanding. Marshall, did you just say that people just don't show up on the start date? And what I'm saying is, if that's happening regularly, the recruiter should be taking that into account and saying, look, I understand the market today. Maybe you're looking at some other positions. If something happens, just let me know. I'm not going to bite your face off. Okay? Doesn't that make sense, Marshall? If you know that this it is a real sense. possibility... 
It makes sense, but I, again, I, I'm going to say loyalty. I think these guys don't care about me. They care about the paycheck. They might not go out of their way to let me know. Um, some people are really stupid. They don't realize, you know, it's a small world. Common sense and decency goes a long way. Uh, would you play somebody? Would you play somebody for. who did it to you? If someone to, uh, ghosted you like that and came back after a year. Would, uh, and say, look, I'm ready to go now. Would you Would you work with them again? I would, but I would call them out on their, you know, past. Yeah. And so you would trust. You would trust this loser. Be. You would trust this oh, heartless man, animal. I just get out of this business. It's somebody <laughs> needs to finally. You need to quit. Okay. Or at least Thanks, announce. Yeah. When you retired five years ago, you've been you ghosted your own career five years ago, and the questions that you ask highlight how detached you are from our reality. I I can't. I gotta tell I you something. Understand Jared, it. I gotta tell you something. The last half of this interview has been pretty good. It was hard going for the first thirty minutes, but I think the conversation right now is very good. And I want to thank Marshall because as soon as we started talking Thanks, about Marshall. sales, which which most people never, Marshall, most people never talk about it. You know, when the, the sale begins, when the customer says no, they won't talk about it. You talked about it in detail. I want to congratulate you. I want to thank Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank Congratulations on, on being the first person that's ever placed somebody. <laughs> this said no once. Yeah, and most of all, I want to thank Groundbreaking. Kathy, <laughs> Kathy Mattis for hanging up on me, always mad at me. Thank you, Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.